Hey everybody, welcome back to a very spooky episode of Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. This is Halloween. Um, this is Halloween. Today we are going to be doing some little Halloween theme. I've been trying to make all of our music for this month, putting up the episodes kind of spooky. I don't know how well I've achieved that, but I saved the spookiest for this episode. So. Nice. So this will be going out on the 26th. Yes. So right before Halloween. Yes. Because I always, I always felt weird when there was like Halloween party after Halloween. Yeah, like, like November. Like in November. I'm like, I'm on, I'm in Thanksgiving mode. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's Christmas time. Where's the decorations? Let's go. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Halloween's over. I've hung my costume up. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. Uh, which is gonna, because that's why I like when Halloween falls like on the weekend. Because you kind of know, like, when to celebrate. Because, like, if Halloween falls, like, on a Thursday, like, do you have the Halloween party the Saturday before or the Saturday after? Because that's that just... Was, do you remember the very last Halloween that we went out um, downtown when my foot got stepped on? Because that fight broke <laughs> That we were not a part of. It was next to us. <laughs> not our fault. Um, uh, it was, like, the Halloween that year was, like, on a like a Wednesday or a Thursday and so it was, it was always split. like and then it was it was split and then it was weird because you had some people like who went out on Friday and some people who went out on Saturday so there wasn't so like <laughs> there wasn't a schedule there was a schedule nobody told me what was happening I know I need I need us like when it falls on those days like what the hell do we do I need America to come together and say yeah. we're celebrating yeah like I get that you can you can go trick-or-treating on the 31st by all means but when is the party when am I drinking? When do I not like look like an idiot because I showed up in a costume? <laughs> yeah, that's always the fear too. You're like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> like, like we're dressed up and now we're about to walk into a bar. Is everybody gonna stare at us? That's all I need to know. It's the risk you take sometimes. Spooky it's town. like it's like the I don't know what commercial it is now, but it's the one where it's the I think it's T-Mobile or something where the phone. <laughs> Yeah, dresses, she's, yeah. Yeah, she's like, anybody want a turkey leg? <laughs> yes. All I know is that commercial annoys me because I feel like at that age you should know what to wear. Yes. And if I truly thought my friend was recommending that, that's not a friend. That's well, something trying to sabotage your career. Well, and also if I thought she was recommending that, I would then reply back with my costume and be like, "Is this good enough?" And I've been like, "Girl, I told you it wasn't a costume party. What yeah. are you doing?" Like, you, you need advice on your costume. So the fact that she did not call back to make sure that this was appropriate is frustrating. Honestly, the whole commercial. <laughs> Put it in the trash. <laughs> yes. Do you have a favorite Halloween costume that you've done in your past? Um, I felt like my Wednesday Adams came together very, very well. One of the best ones, I agree. And, and you found your parents. I found my parents. We were out at a bar. I found, found my parents. I took a picture with them. It was so good. It was pretty great. Because I, like, looked over and we were like, oh! Um, yes. That, that whole costume, because, like, the, like, it all just came together very well. Yeah, it was really good. I had good. The, right, the right dress, the right shoes. found some, like, really awesome accessories. I had, like, spider yeah. earrings. Like, it all just came together. Yeah, your hair looked really, really well. good with it. Your hair was perfect for it. Yes, I agree. That one was a really good one. Do you? Maybe we'll, uh, absolutely. 
I have a favorite costume. Is it your Peyton Manning? No, it was Bruno Mars. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that one was great. <laughs> we we might post these on our Instagram just to kind of show y'all because they were those were different years. Like we yeah. did not um, that year that I was Bruno. Lindsay was a Dalmatian. It's a Dalmatian. I got called Chick Fil A because I was a cow. <laughs> I got Flava Flav. My favorite was you found that one other Bruno Mars. He came over and high fived you. <laughs> um, but also I was better than him. My shoes were better. Yeah. So, I will say I will say the way the year we went as Marilyn and yes, um, Audrey. Yes, that was a good one too. We got some. Yeah, that was a good. That was a, and there was a group of villains. Yes. So there's like Bellatrix Lestrange and stuff. That was a good. And then uh, we, we talked to Umbridge because she was carrying around um, a little yes. teacup. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, I hate you so much, but I love you. Yeah. Oh, I love Halloween. It's. Yeah. I think I don't think I've ever been into Halloween until like you, me, and Becca started doing things on Halloween, and that's yeah. where I started being like, okay, this is actually really fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll, we might post the pictures from our Halloween to go along with this episode. So. Yeah, we, yeah, it was, I, I have a lot of fun on Halloween. Yeah. It's fun dressing we, up, it's fun coming up with costumes. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Okay. So, before we get into, like, our little Halloween episode, um, just a few weekly little check-ins. I finished Cruel Summer. Yes! I finished a show, guys. I mean, granted, it was only 10 episodes, but I finished a show. What did you... So, okay, just spoiler alert. So it ends. I loved... For me, what really got me on that show, and I want to say it was the end of the first episode, where after they're like, oh, you know, Kate's alive, she escaped, and she's giving the interview, and it kind of ends with, like, for the person who could have helped me but didn't, Jeanette Turner, I hope you rot in hell. And then it comes like, and I was like, oh my God, I'm hooked. And then the very last episode, it ends with her being like, you know, Kate, I forgive you. I was like, oh my God, that was perfect. What did you think about the scene after that? Okay, so this is my thing. I knew I didn't like her. Yeah, I didn't. I was was never a fan of Jeanette. I was always team Katie or Kate. 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 I was always, I, I was like, there's always something. I was like, there's something because she embraced Kate's role so well when she disappeared yes. embraced it took the boyfriend took the friend group dropped her friends faster than you could even think granted Which the I one girl effort Vince, i didn't mallory i yeah. was like you're playing i don't like you yeah i thought they were gonna make when you found out that it was actually mallory that was on the bike mm-hmm. i thought they were gonna make her a bad guy but then she i think she literally was like i just saw a woman in a window i had no idea it was you kind of yeah. thing and why would I think it was you? Because you weren't, you were just freely walking around. So I was like, okay, that's fine. But I just hated, yes. Like, I loved the fact that she is a bad person because she knew the whole time. And she just embraced, just took over her life. But I hate that people think that she was wrong, wrongly accused. Because nobody does know. Yeah. Um, so... I can see where you're saying, like, season two does not have to continue this story, per se. Like, we could have a whole new set of story, character, whatever. But I do like these characters so much that if it wanted to continue with them, I would be super okay with it. 
I think they would have to do, they'd have to be very careful to kind of not, like they would almost have to do a bunch of the minor, like yes. I saw someone recommend like we should do, like they should do Jeanette and Kate's mom when they were in high school. Yes, I like that. Flashback even further to I think the, probably like the 70s-ish. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of a good idea because it'd be a whole new set of characters, a whole new set of drama. Like it wouldn't, it'd be the same characters, but not. But yeah, but like the beginning. Yeah. And like why they hated each other so much. Cause it made it seem like Jeanette's mom was the one that was popular in high school. If I don't, if I recall. Yes. And I also like the minor characters. Like I liked the developing story of like Vince and Ben's relationship. Um, Vince was my favorite oh, character. He was so good. I, it was, it was such a good, yes. I kept um, waiting for, like, something bad to happen with him. And I was like, no. And I was like, okay, they're good. <laughs> yeah, they're happy. Yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, I think Mallory's character just, it was, she was just a weird character. I think she, she was like, unpleasant. She was just, to, to me, she was objectively a bad friend. Oh, I mean, when Jeanette finally called her out when she was like, it's always about you. It's always what you want to do. It's always you're the leader. Like, since when are you the leader? Like, when yeah. she got mad at them because she was playing the video, she was going to play the video mm-hmm. of, like, the embarrassing teachers or whatever, and they had, they left her, and she, the way, how angry she got, and Jeanette was like, you left us when we got caught shoplifting. Like, yeah, I, and, like, I think, too, of, like, like, when, when she brought her mom's weed over and Jeanette was just like, why do you have this in my house? Like, yes. this is not what I want to do. And she was, like, bullying that. Like, I always felt like yeah. And then like she to- had too good of an ending for how bad of a friend she was. Oh, I agree. Like, because, like, because the whole thing was, like, bring some contraband and she brought drugs. I'd be like, that is not what we meant. That We do not yeah. bring drugs in this house. Yeah, I just think that's. If you're going to do that, you need to have them over to your house. Like, it was just... And I just thought that Kate was too... For, I don't want to say the word forgiving, because Mallory didn't ever do anything wrong. But I just thought that their friendship was weird and how it developed. And I just... I never, I never believed their friendship, Kate and Mallory's. No, for me, it was always like they, like, they bonded over something when they were little. And instead of... Part of growing up is sometimes accepting that, like, your friends when you're 10 aren't going to be the same friends you have when you're 15, yeah. 16, 17. And they just, yeah. like Mallory, Mallory was very possessive in that regard. Cause she even kind of got possessive with Kate thought, yeah, towards the end and stuff like that. And uh, I just, just like, yeah. in another weird, weird way. I, I wasn't a fan of her character. Yeah. And I just, I hated how they ended the show with her and Kate's relationship of like a potential relationship, like yeah. a potential, like, love relationship and I was like I think this was unnecessary for their characters yeah it just it all felt very like forced yeah I I I don't think I don't think she was like a misunderstood character I think she was Mm -hmm. just very like she's a bad friend yeah yeah I think she and she got mad at like Jeanette becoming popular when she ended up becoming friends with Kate who was like the popular girl? For me, she was she was always very much so like parallel to I mean not on the same scheme of things as Martin being very that's his name right Martin. Which one's Martin? The principal. Oh yes, sorry. Yeah, um, 
Hello, the main guy. Main yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I watched it back when it first aired, so now I'm like, wait, who? Um, yeah. Kind of paralleled that, where he was always very, like, grooming and possessive and stuff, and mm-hmm. then Kate gets out, and uh, Mallory was kind of very much so the same way, like. Yeah, because she came, Kate became dark all of a sudden, like, started to dress like her, started to look like her. Which I can understand. I mean, Kate went yeah. through something terrible so I was like for me that transformation wasn't too surprising but it felt like Kate was or Mallory was almost like encouraging Mm -hmm. not getting better yes um and that doesn't mean to say that she had to go back to her like yeah style and stuff but it's just you know but she did change a lot yeah it felt like anytime Kate was trying to take a step in the right direction Mallory was telling her no yeah and she and she changed like little things also like she started becoming vegan because Mallory was vegan like those little things like not saying like it's not okay to be vegan but like don't do it just because your friend's doing it yeah I, uh, if you truly believe in it then by all means but it was like she was slowly turning into Mallory's ways and I just and was, was encouraging it instead of yeah instead of trying to, yeah because because Kate was always kind of like like she even pointed out to her mom you know I've never been me. I've always done what you wanted me to. Mm-hmm. And then she turned around and she was doing what Martin was grooming her to. And then, mm-hmm. um, not that her relationship with Martin was a part of her fault, but, um, cause you know, creepy principal shouldn't be creeping on the students and letting her stay there. Yeah. And like then the next uh, morning he should have been like, you gotta go. Yeah. Or even that night he should have been like, we're going to, you know, yeah. call the police, get through this. Um, or you know and then and then Mallory, like she like I felt like Kate like they tried to make it seem like Kate had found herself but I still don't think Kate found herself yeah and I just thought Kate like you always think of like the popular girl in movies and stuff like that trope was like snobby rude all of these things and I think they actually made Kate's character very likable like yes. even even at the scene at the mall when Jeanette and her by like that kiosk and she's like oh I love your necklace and she's just very nice she wasn't Mm -hmm. her friends were horrendous yeah but like she was always just very nice and welcoming even like when they were at the like exercise class with their mom she was like yeah we should hang out sometime we should do a spa day like she didn't care that Jeanette wasn't popular and then I think Jeanette took advantage of Kate being kidnapped and taking over this life Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and so I just, I did not find her character likable at all. And I think the ending, that satisfying scene at the end, I think it was so satisfying to me because I was like, oh, I knew she was a bad person. Well, I kept wondering, like, if they're going to actually show something like that or not, and they did, and I was like, oh. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I was like, oh, I knew it. I was like, ugh, she got away with it. Ugh. Yeah, but it was a good show. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you for pushing it every episode for me to watch. <laughs> I, it's it's what I do. Um, there's another show on Hulu that's like the first season just came out this year. So um, I'm trying to look it up real quick before. Is it so One can... of Us is Lying? Oh, no. Oh, what is that? That's also, it's, well, not also, um, it's based off of a, like, young adult mystery where I think it's, like, 
these kids get detention, one of them dies, and they're trying to yeah. figure out what. Okay, that's yeah, I think that's. Yeah, that's but they, they, just, they just. I think they just. It's either, I think it's on Netflix or Prime. Oh. Something like that. Okay. okay. It just got released. I haven't watched it, so I don't know. If, so, I mean, I've heard really good things about that book. Um, I've heard that book is really good. Um, I think my sister has read it. But, um, this is not what I clicked on. But... Um, it's the one with Selena Gomez and... Uh... Oh, Only Murders in the Building? Only yes. Murders in the Building? Yes, yes, yes. That I haven't one. watched it yet. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, well, my friend Rachel, she said that she's watching it, and she said it's really good. And she said each episode's about only 35 minutes long, so. Oh, I can do that. And, like I told you, I really think you should watch Big Sky. Oh, Big yeah. Sky. I, have, I think uh, I started watching it, and then I, like, fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. The, the first season is really good, but the second season, the storyline that's happening in the second season, uh perfection i love it it's just again it's th- those are my kind of shows i think that's why i liked cruel summer so much because there was just that mystery aspect and yeah well i liked it too because it was like um like kate like kate was alive and so you did get her other side yes conflicting with Jeanette, like like you had like that was the central conflict and so yeah. that was it was different from a normal you know and also two of my favorite things the 90s and texas i love when kate's drunk and she's like i want to go to whataburger i know oh my god it just it was perfect it was i love a show that's set in the 90s that just going back and like, oh, it was so good. Like the house phones I, and all of that. <laughs> I love seeing the, the fashions change between the three years. Yeah. I was like Jeanette showing up and like the overalls. And I was like, oh my God, I had a pair of those overalls. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I then, looked like this. And then like the the grunge, the only thing, and I'm probably because they couldn't get licensing for it, was like, do you remember Looney Tunes stuff being everywhere? Oh yeah. And like Looney Tunes, like... um. What is the Hello Kitty um, yes. thing? Sanrio or something? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, I just think of like, oh, Lisa Frank, come on. Oh my God, Lisa Frank. I had the coolest Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper. <gasps> had a mirror in it. Yes. It was great. And it was I like mean, leopard. It was like out of control. There was the Lisa Frank store in the mall. That was amazing. Yes. We had a Sanrio store in the mall too. Nice. Yes. Oh my God. Those were my favorite stores to go into. I'm not playing. Like if Lisa Frank wanted to pull out some more out- office supplies, I'd gladly use it at work. Office supplies? No shame, no shame in my game. I would. Oh, no shame in my game to use some Lisa Frank. Oh, I'm going to look now. I'm going to look on Amazon. I'm, a, I'm looking right now too. See if I can get me some Lisa Frank Amazon office supplies. Because I know... I know somebody came out with a Lisa Frank eyeshadow palette, mm-hmm. but like I don't wear makeup enough that I would get the best use out of it. So that's the only reason I would not buy it. But oh my god, mugs! Oh, oh my god, adult apparel! Oh, there's some coloring books. I need that. This is like, you know what? I, I, can, gonna... I can feel myself in like first grade right now. I can feel myself putting some of this in my cart. <laughs> <He's mugged. laughs> 
I just, I loved, like, the leopard, like, little cat. Oh, I loved it. Yes. Okay, Lisa. Holiday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm officially on the wrong holiday because they have Christmas stuff now. But oh, I want some <laughs> of these, like, shirts. I love the ballerina where, bunny. Where are you at? Where are you looking? Um, LisaFrank.com. Okay, I'm on. I'm over here on Amazon, so I probably should go to that. There is a Lisa Frank over 600 stickers. I might have to buy some of this stuff for my niece. She would probably love it. Probably. Hip hop like... hairs. Oh my god. Okay. So, all right. All so right. we went on a fun little 90s thing. That's fine. Tangent. Fine, so let's get back to the holiday that's in question here, which is Halloween. Cons considerably darker than Lisa Frank. <laughs> oh my god, the Angel Kitty mug. Oh my god. No, okay, right. okay, great. All right, I'll have to look after. We are done. Fine. Fine. Um, okay, Fine. let's get back to Halloween and depressing and scary. Okay, and horror. Um, <laughs> so I don't read a lot of horror. Lindsay does. But there are three books that we have both read um, to get, like, we have both read, so we can talk about both, all, all three of those. Um, two of them are for sure made into movies. All, all three were, or oh. one was at least a mini series. Okay, 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 we can talk about that then. But yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, the other two I have. Yeah, I've seen the two movies. Okay, so these are just our recommendations of books that you might possibly like to read um, during Halloween. Um, would you like to do the first one? Um, yeah, I'll. I get. I don't. I don't remember what order we put these in. But oh, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, just pick one. I don't think it matters. Okay, well, I'll do this one because this was the first one that we. Like, I read it, and then I recommended it to you and Becca, and then we got together for a movie viewing, and we can talk about that movie. Um, but that is Horns by Joe Hill. Okay. And Horns is about Ig Parrish, a 20-something-year-old who wakes up one morning, and he's got horns on his head, like, like devil horns. Um, and they showed up soon after his girlfriend had been raped and murdered, and it had never quite been solved, but everybody in the public was kind of like, who else would have done it but the boyfriend? Um, and once he gets these horns, he finds that whenever he goes in public or in front of people, they kind of lose their filter and start just saying every terrible thing that comes to their mind. Like, if I remember, his grandmother was like, you killed your, like, you killed Marin, your girlfriend. Uh. Um or he goes to like the doctors to get his horns checked out and everybody in the, in the waiting room just starts being like, I hate this. I hate you. I'll be <laughs> in the face if I could. And he's just like, what is happening? Um, and so it goes back into his history with his friends and Marin. And then slowly it kind of reveals what actually happened that night. And there's some, there's some, you know, magical realism in it. Obviously you don't just wake up with horns attached to your head. Um, the book was fantastic. I loved the book. So this was, yeah, this was the first book you ever recommended to me when we first, like, met and, like, when we were working together. Um, I had never read anything like it, um, so it was very different for me. I think if I read it now, 
I think I would enjoy it more now too, just because like now my mind, like I'm so much more open to books. So I think this one would be a really good like reread for me. Yeah. Um, Just because it was, it's such a, like you said, the magical realism. It's so weird. Like there's different scenes. Um, But I mean, I did enjoy it definitely. And it wasn't like super, super scary. No, it's definitely like less, less like spooky horror and more just kind of unsettling. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I thought it was, and this is Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. Yes. So it, um, I, I remember loving it and giving it to you guys. And I remember when I handed it to you, I was like, there's a really weird part. You let me know when you get there. And I remember, remember I you came into work and you were like, hey, is that that weird part? And I was like, yeah, that's that weird part. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a weird part. <laughs> I'm like, I think I got there. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's kind of, it's just, I thought it was kind of a very interesting, unique idea, like, mm-hmm. uh, thing of the book. And it goes around all the different characters and um, I loved it. The movie stars Daniel Radcliffe. Movie sucked. Yeah. Like, I'm just movie was not good. There. Movie's not good. It took movie a lot of liberties good. with the source material. It didn't really explain a lot of things. It just it was not a good movie. Yeah, it is. Um, and I had high expectations because of Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel <laughs> Radcliffe and Juno Temple plays Marin, his girlfriend, and I like her a lot. Yeah. Um, she's Her biggest thing right now is she's in Ted Lasso. But, oh, okay. Um, that's also on my list to watch. Oh, it's really good. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say this is this. I would put this more in the category of like spooky books for people who don't like horror. Yes, me, you. That would be it's me. Not, like I said, it's it's a little more unsettling and not like there's a ghost under your bed. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, if if I have to put my book under my bed when I'm done reading it. It's not, it's too scary for me. Because I have done that before, where I'm like, oh, I'll be safe if the book's under my bed at night. My thought process is not the greatest. Like putting it in the freezer. Yes. But then I'm like, but I can read a true crime book like Nobody's Business. And I'm like, those are actual things that happen to me. This is real. Yeah. I I do like all the memes where it's like men watching true crime and they're just like, oh, God. And then it's like, and and they're just like. Yeah, they're just, either, yeah, they're just yeah. like eating the popcorn. Like, and I mean, that's what most of my podcasts are: are true crime, murders, and all that fun stuff. So, I don't know. There's something about it that I don't know why I enjoy it so much. Um, I've heard a couple of different theories why women enjoy true crime. You know, like yeah, like why is it such a big like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, everybody should go read that. I love the cover of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also wrote Heart Shaped Box. Yes, which was my first Joe Hill book. And that's uh-huh. why I picked up Horns, because I was like, I really liked Heart Shaped Box. And then I ended up really liking Horns. And then the NOS 482, <laughs> which is a really big one. My mom read that this year. Mm-hmm. So, that one, the heart shaped box and Nosferatu are definitely two that I think, if you're not into horror, those are definitely more like ghost story, scary, 
Like you won't enjoy him if you're not into that. And then didn't we also read for book club, his collection of short stories? Yes. And one of them just got made into a movie. You remember the black phone? I think it's called the black phone. I don't know. The kids are are getting kidnapped and then put into the basement and all that's there is a black telephone. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So that one's, that one's been made into a movie. I don't think it's been released yet, but I was like, Ooh, I want to watch that too. Oh, I wonder if I should go. I should go back and like, cause again, everybody loves a collection of short stories cause you can just finish that story and like, you don't have to like, remember what you read when you go on to the next story or something. Oh yeah. So, uh, I, I enjoyed that that collection of short stories because it was like I remember the the weird one was like the masks and the playing cards and I was like I don't understand what's happening yeah. for that one but I remember enjoying all the other ones thinking they're yeah. pretty good yeah um, if you had to rank the three books um, Horns, Nos 482 and Heart Shaped Box of your favorite of Joe Hill how would you put them? um I probably would put Horns as number one. Okay. Just because it was a little different. It wasn't your typical horror thing. Um, and it really touched it. Like it touches more on uh, like, for example, Ig's friend Lee, like there, like a lot of times Marin, like the all the male characters kind of misinterpret her like just being friendly as flirting so there's like that mm. like there's more i don't say like social commentary but there's there's a little bit more depth i felt to some of these characters yeah um probably would put nosferatu next just because the main female character is such a badass in it mm. um and then for me at least from recalling when i read it like she never made she never made a decision where I was like, that's stupid. Like, that's a dumb decision. Like, it yeah. felt like she always was, was thinking things through and going in the right direction. Um, and Heart-Shaped Box, I enjoyed. It really, really freaked me out. It was really scary. Yeah. Um, but it felt more of, like, kind of, like, your run-of-the-mill Just a horror. Story. Yeah, so. Interesting. Okay, so the next book... I'm just going to continue the Stephen King family, and we're going to do a book by Stephen King, Carrie. Um, Again, both of us have read this. Um, Just a quick synopsis. Um, Carrie is very unpopular at school. She gets bullied um, a lot. And then her mom is, like, very religious, basically tells her, like, if you have boobs, you're going to hell, like all of these things. If you have your period. And it kind of starts out where Carrie does ha- get her period and they make fun of her. Um, but then she also has like telekinesis mm-hmm. where she can make things like move and do things. Um, and when she gets angry, she starts to realize like that she can do these things to harm people if she wants like her it's almost like she becomes more powerful the angrier she gets Mm -hmm. and so it's a very short book um i want to say it's less than 300 pages maybe even closer yeah maybe even closer to like the lower 200s um and then it kind of just goes through like i think it's prom coming up um she gets asked by like a popular boy 
Um, but again, she's still being made fun of. Um, she gets voted prom queen, but it's all a setup to embarrass her. And like the famous scene that I think most people know is that she's covered in blood in her prom dress. Um, and our friend Becca was actually that for Halloween one year. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> her Uber driver was like, "Are you supposed to be dead?" I was like, "Yes, yes." Um, so yeah, so that one again, not super scary. It was actually I found it more sad than I think scary, just because of the bullying that was happening to this like girl. Um, yeah. But it just has like again like the magical realism, like you said, like she can she has these powers that can happen, and the book is written in a way where you're in the in her time of like how it's happening being asked to prom but then some chapters jump to like articles about her powers like years after this incident has happened and like interviews with some people that knew her back then so yeah that is carrie and that's also been made into two movies i've only seen the one with sissy spacek and it was like dead on yeah, the Sissy Spacek one was really good. And then the the remake I actually thought was not too bad. Um, yeah. Kind of the, I feel like the ending was a little bit more bloody. Like mm. some of the violence was a little bit closer to what was in the book. But I thought, I mean, I thought both of them were pretty well done. But the like the original with Sissy Spacek is like a classic. Yeah, it is. It's good. Isn't, am I mistaken? Is John Travolta in it? He is. Okay, okay. I was like, I he think plays, I remember that. He plays, like, one of the, the dicks that, like, gets the pig's yeah. blood to cover her. And, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I thought I remembered that. Yeah, so, also, that one, don't watch Horns, but watch Carrie if you want yes. a good movie adaptation. And I would I would probably put Carrie again in the, probably more in the middle, but definitely closer in the category of, like, you may not like horror, but there's enough to these characters, even though it's so short, that you could kind of... yeah read it without it being a thing but I found a I found a very interesting quote from Stephen King because he had dedicated this one to his wife um this book to his wife and apparently at this point he had um written some stories and some woman was said you this is a this is a quote from him you write all these macho things, but you can't write about women. I said, I'm not scared of women. I could write about them if I wanted to. So I got an idea for a story about this incident in a girl's shower room and the girl would be telekinetic. <laughs> so he wrote this and then he was like, this is trash and he threw it away. Yeah. His wife actually fished, fished it out and was like, you should finish this book. Like you uh -huh. should finish this. You got a good story. So he yeah. dedicated it to his wife as saying, you know, you like you, you helped me finish this. And, and it's, it's a classic to me now. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people, like, it's probably one of his most popular, well-known ones. Mm hmm So. And again, if you're like me, where you're not ready for, like, the super scary Stephen King or anything like that, like, this is one to just, like, get your foot in the door kind of thing. Yeah, this is, because um, I don't think people realize Stephen King kind of, he like, he's known for his horror, but he also writes a lot of. Like he wrote Shawshank Redemption. He yes, wrote The Green Mile. Mile. Um, Stand yeah. by Me is based off of one of his short stories the, called The Body. Like yes, 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 um, yes. So he does like he does have the ability to kind of write a, like still incorporating that, but write away from it. Yeah, like which I think makes him a pretty brilliant writer, where you don't have to just stick to one genre, especially because, like you said, he wrote The Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption. I've seen both movies. I've read The Green Mile. 
very fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty brilliant writing. Yeah. And it's still, with with The Green Mile, there's still some of that magical realism a little bit. Mm-hmm. But super good. Um, but, yeah, that is so, so far Horns and Carrie. Carrie. All right. And then our last one, this one I would definitely put more into the... If you're if you don't like being spooked, maybe this isn't the best for you. Yeah, I don't know. You can kind of maybe speak to it more, but this is Hell House by Richard Matheson. Um, there's a physicist, uh, his wife, and they bring two mediums into this house, which is allegedly haunted. Um, uh, they have to spend a week in this house to determine if there's life after death, and in doing so, it's. Uh, it, the house is haunted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's definitely. I remember reading this. I think I read this like all in one day. Um, I remember sitting on the couch in my apartment reading it, and then it was one of those things where I got so into it that like my mind started tricking me. Like I was like, "Did that door just open? Did something over there just move? <laughs> what was that noise? What was that noise?" <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, I would definitely say this is probably more of a more of a freezer book for a lot of people than. So, okay, I remember reading it. I just I don't remember much about it. Like I remember them all being in a house, but I don't remember like particular like plot points or anything that stick out. But I do remember that we you came over like on a Sunday to my apartment and we were reading by the pool and this was the book that I decided to read by the pool I don't know if it was just to make me feel better like nothing scary can happen if I'm reading outside in a be- on a beautiful day <laughs> yeah the pool um but yeah uh this one was one that we read for book club yes but yeah this one this one might be one of those ones that I might just need to read again to like freshen up because yeah I don't we read it I'm looking we read it in 2015 mm-hmm. but and you said this one you think is a short series like a tv series so I'm uh no it was actually made into a film called the legend of hell house oh and actually the screenplay was written by the author I don't know I I've never actually I mean it was made in 1973 so I don't know if it's I've never seen it so I don't know if it's good or not Okay. Uh, but I just remember, like, because Richard Matheson also wrote I Am Legend. Oh. And another one, um, uh, he wrote Stir of Echoes, which I've seen that movie, and I'm pretty sure it stars Kevin Bacon. Um, that sounds familiar. I've never seen it, but now that you say the name, that I picture St- Kevin Bacon in it. And then he also did What Dreams May Come, which is... Um, that novel was turned into a movie starring Robin Williams. Aww, yeah. That. So, um, so he, you know, he's pretty prolific. He's a lot of short stories, a lot of screenplays. Um, yeah, so, I mean. Yeah. So what do y'all think? Are these good books? Would y'all want to read them during Halloween? I mean, there's definitely a lot of like, list out there of like the top 20 horror books that you should read all of that um but that's hard for me to do i don't have a top 20 for y'all because i just don't read horror but again if you're like me i would say carrie 
and horns would be the route to go. If you like the more spooky, like Lindsay, I would say Hell House is definitely your. I'd say Hell House. Hell House is a good like. I want to say like classic haunted house. Yes. Scary sort of thing because. And sometimes you just need that. Sometimes you just want to, yeah, you just what want I think, Halloween fun. This book was written a long time ago. And, like, I think sometimes those books that were written a long time ago have more of a scary, spooky aspect to them. Where, like, some of the scary books written now, like, you're just like, yeah, okay. Well, some of it, too, is, like, you're, there's just dumb decisions by, like, be, like books written for me, pre-cell phone, pre-computers are always yeah. scarier because you don't have the option to be like, just try to call. Yeah, like, call just get out, like, just leave. Yeah. Whereas, Why are you running upstairs? You can't escape. Why are you running upstairs? Whereas books now, they always kind of have to explain away. Oh, she dropped her phone. Oh, there's no mm-hmm. service. Oh, there's no this. So it's always yeah. like, you know. The convenience of it. Like, why couldn't yeah. she just get in her car and go kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Like that Geico commercial. <laughs> where they're like running from the serial killer. And let's he's just like, why don't you just get in the running car? And they're like, are you stupid? Let's go hide behind the chainsaws. <laughs> Even like the killer in the commercial is like. Like, oh my God. Like, I, I, there's no need for me to kill them at this point. They're just a bunch of idiots. Um, I will say, because we're talking about Halloween and spookiness. So when I was like, probably like late middle school, early high school, maybe a little, probably more middle school, is when like the Scream movies were coming out. Super mm-hmm. popular. I loved Scream. That was probably one of my favorite like scary movies, I guess. Like, what's your favorite scary movie? It'd probably be Scream. Um, just because I just, I loved it so much and they have released the trailer and there is a new one coming out in January of 2022, but it has like Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox. Like it's bringing bringing them all back. It's bringing like that cast back and not just doing like a remake with like new characters. So I might have to do like a binge watch of like, I think, I think the first three are the ones that have like that core group of actors. I know definitely it's the first two. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, and the first one was just, the first one is the good one. Like that one was I will say that, op- that opening scene with Drew Barrymore. Oh my God. It's so good. Oh, it, it is so good. And it's so scary. Yeah. Like I'm sure when we were younger, every time the phone rang, that is not the, the one thing you wanted to hear. And I think even to this day, that ghost face is still one of the most popular Halloween costumes. Yeah, I remember in middle school one time for my friend's birthday, we did laser tag and we didn't know that it was like screen theme. So we're walking around in the dark and I see someone wearing that and like I had instant panic, like yes. oh my god, like we're actually gonna get hurt. And then yeah. and then found out later, no, like there's just like the moderators for the thing walking around, yeah. like, you know, I was like, oh my god. And I think they did like a TV series. Again, I did not watch it. I just don't I think know. like I just think that like Scream 1, for sure, to me, could easily be, like, a cult classic. It just was... Oh, for sure. It was just so good. Again, I don't remember much about 2 and 3. I know I've seen them. But I just remember I could watch Scream over and over again. It wasn't, like, super scary, but it just had that aspect. Because it was very real. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just excited that there's one coming out in 2022. Um, I'm I'm so excited. So... But yeah, um, I, my spooky TBR has gone down the drain. I'll say that much. I, yeah, I was, uh, I was 
at my parents for about two weeks and forgot Little Star. So, oh, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still reading the Joy Luck Club, so not even close to spooky TBR. Uh, yeah not doing great here and because i really want to read dragon teeth next but then i'm like oh we got to start reading daughter of fortune soon so i'm I'm doing great my tbr is looking super great we're gonna get to we're gonna get to the winter tbr and it's gonna be the same list of books (laughs) like still trying to read them guys little star (laughs) yeah so um but i'm hoping to finish Joy Luck Club, I actually, like, at the very beginning of last week, I got a good chunk of it read, but then the rest of the week was so busy, crazy, I just didn't have time to sit down and read, so I'm hoping... We had, like, an unexpected busy October. Oh, God, it's, it's a nightmare. I, I'm ready for October to be done. I Every time, like, I come home, I'm like, I just want to read. I just want to read a book. Yeah. So, Yeah. But I hope everybody enjoyed our short list of three books that we would suggest for y'all for Halloween. Um, I'm sure that when y'all read this, I would think like you could read at least Horns and possibly Carrie before Halloween. I mean, yeah, even Hell House was short. I think Hell House was pretty short as well. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah. Oh, Those are spookies. This is Halloween. I need to watch Hocus Pocus at least once before the month. Oh, over. we watched Hocus Pocus. Classic. I need to watch it. Yes. Classic. Okay. Happy Halloween, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, please follow us on Instagram at Reading with Celebs and Twitter at Reading W Celebs. Um, give us a like, follow, rate, review, all of those fun things. Subscribe. We really appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying all of our episodes. And we will see you next week. Yes, happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.